football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's just getting underway in the Scottish Premiership and the Scottish Cup. Let's try and go back to Celtic Park. David Friel, nil-nil at halftime between Celtic and Motherwell. Is there any sign of changes at the break? Yeah, there is. O is about to come on, Andrew. I'm just waiting for the board to be held up to see who it is. I would be surprised if it's not Odin Tiago home. As I said in the halftime report, he's been pretty anonymous. That would obviously... Been a change of shape slightly for Celtic. I don't see Thiago Holm out there, so it looks like O will be coming on to play alongside Kyogo in attack. He's just waiting to come on the pitch just now, so we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, I think Celtic can understand really Brendan Rodgers. So many crosses coming out of the box, not enough of a presence there at all. And yeah, it is Odin Thiago Holmes who's coming off, and Kyogo is he's hardly touched the ball really, Andrew, so I can understand why O is coming on. The second half's just about to get underway. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Get your prescription delivered straight to your door free of charge. Yes, Odin Tiago Home is off. O is on. Uh, an interesting one. Brendan Rogers said a couple of weeks ago about Odin Tiago Home. Maybe felt he didn't do enough in one of his yeah. appearances, and clearly feels the same again at, at halftime today. Well, he's doing nothing to enhance his reputation at Celtic Park, and uh, even this early in his career, he's struggling. Uh, o Gordon DL has always been the, the the main spokesman for O, uh, saying that he sees a lot in him. And the, to be fair to the young man, against Aberdeen, he scored two very good goals. And uh, is beginning to show much more uh, than ever before. So, O is on the rise, and Oton <coughs> Tiago Home will be on his way unless he starts to deliver more. Yeah, you'd expect it would be a, a change of shape, really. We've seen it before. Brendan Rodgers has done it with mm. Kyogo. He's, he's dropped him slightly deeper, and O plays as the, the number nine. Ange Postacoglu did it a, a few times off the bench as well. Yeah, uh, Brendan Rodgers just using his experience as a manager. Um, he's looked at that first half. No point having a chat. No point waiting to 60 minutes, the usual you know, substitutions. He's decided, change of shape, get a more attacking threat on there. They need goals. And I do think this lad has got something in his locker. And I would not be surprised if he puts the ball in the back of the next afternoon. What is happening at Bucky Thistle? A second red card for them today. Oh. This one for foul and abusive language. They're down to nine oh, in their Scottish Bucky. Cup tie. Yeah, uh, Aaron have also pulled one good. back against Dumbarton as well. It's two-one. Kai Nugent with the goal. But before we get any uh, second half goals in, let's do this, Hugh. The second half teaser with the ScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football for the best football news and opinion online. I have to say I think this is very hard Ant, Ant and Deck were great First half They got all eight Come answers on. But I have played alongside Andy Webster And Peter Crouch I've been managed by Tony Pulis And Roberto Martinez I've played for 18 Different oh. clubs in my career And I've also played At the World Cup But I have no medals From my time in Scotland So oh. I've played alongside Andy Webster and Peter Crouch. I've been managed by Tony Pewis and Roberto Martinez. I've played for 18 different clubs in my career and I've also been to the World Cup. But I have no medals from my time in Scotland. Go on then. 
Who yeah, am I? Could be a tough one Remember At Clyde SSB You'll see that written down I know it's a lot of information So it is easier to digest Maybe if you want to go and look mm. At Clyde SSB And of course That is where You tweet us the answer The quickest Gets on the podium Any Well does He's just Specialist in this He's I, just you? forming the jigsaw Yeah get the jigsaw Get the cu- The the outside Get them And then everything falls in Is this the task Where you apply The most logic In your life Do you think Yeah I always start from the outside And work in um, I've got to say That is a That is a very difficult one I'm trying to put this together here yeah, I'm sure I'm sure those on Twitter Will manage to get it They you always so? do They always do You got any thoughts Yourself there Mark Oh, Queen of the South 2, Dundee United 1, oh, Lee Connolly oh, with the goal, Marvin Bartley's turned it around. Month. Told you this is the turning of the corner for him if uh, if he gets that result, because Dundee United, top of the championship, looking to be in the premiership next season. Under Jim Goodwin, they have been terrific this season, scoring goals all over the place. But for Marvin Bartley, what a scalp this would be to take in the cup. Andy Considine has come off injured at half time for St Johnson. Tony Gallagher on for him. Funny, we were talking in the, the newsroom before we came in here to start the programme, and Mark Wilson, Gordon, and I are talking about the possibility of Kyogo and O playing together up front. And this is it for the first time, guys. Well, it will be interesting to see, I think. Yeah, Daz was right, or was it Andrew that said Kyogo may come a bit deeper, but O, oh, look. I feel for him because there is a lack of game time there and often when we see him it's at the tail end of games where you know Celtic have more often not got the game won and not creating as many chances however today's different was it St Mirren he, he grabs the the goal in the 83rd minute wasn't it and that that was a real you know game changer for him um, unlucky at Ross County Um and he has got something to offer, but listen, I don't know if Brendan Rodgers will rely on him at the second part of the season. I wonder if he'll trim the squad, and I don't mean oh by this, but he'll trim the squad to get another front man in to take some of the burden off Kyogo's shoulders. How does that affect Kyogo's game? Because he, David Friel says he has dropped into that number 10 role. Does that... Limit him in any sort of way How does it change his approach Because he, he's used to being on The sort of last man His movement in the six yard box Is you know what makes him really special at I think he can times. still do that I think he's got plenty of energy When the ball does go past him That he will still make The, the six yard box um, His link up play is good He's got an eye for that We pass round the corner So I, I don't think he'll mind that at all um, It's whether Celtic can create enough chances Put enough balls into the box To give O oh, an opportunity to get on the end of it. and Hughes Wright did very well when he, he surfaced against Aberdeen he just needs a couple of chances to fall to him there's a Palmer cross that's aimed at Yang but he can't connect with that one it was that combination that worked against Aberdeen wasn't it Palmer's cross to the back post and Yang headed in but well, didn't work that time this game is everything the Aberdeen game was not you know Celtic started lively got early goals and Aberdeen were just swamped uh, Celtic David Friel said at half time they haven't created enough chances uh, now they've taken um, home off and put O on and Kyogo remains on the park so 
clock is ticking It would be a, I repeat It would be an astounding blunder by Celtic If they fail to take all three points at home today And really hand Rangers a psychological boost tomorrow Yeah plenty of time to go in that one And all of the rest of the games There was a good move by St Mirren Taylor wide to Mandron It was a good ball in from Mandron Richard Taylor continued his run into the box But it was over the bar A, a centre half's effort is how Lindsay Herons described it Centre half's effort. What it was a centre half's effort? Well, it's just like Rubbish. a like you know, like a striker's yeah. tackle. It's like a, a centre half's effort on goal as the type of shot you would expect a, a centre a half. Centre half, yeah. yeah. So lack of ability from the centre half. That's, <laughs> what, amazing, what, actually, that's what Lindsay's trying to get out there. Times you see a centre half and they're forty yards out and you can see it happening ten seconds before they shoot and you wonder what goes through their head. I'm going to put this in the top corner for forty yards. Well, they'll get one every. Every what? Don't know how many. I mean, it really doesn't happen. Play centre half for a reason. Scott Aye. McKenna had one, didn't he? For was it Aberdeen against Kilmarnock? One from about forty yards that he stuck in yeah, the top corner. Yeah. Kieran Tierney against Kilmarnock as well when he ah, played centre back, but slightly yeah. different. Yeah, he's got ability. Most centre backs haven't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yang to Kyogo, the tightest of tight angles, hits the side netting. There's been a clash of heads as well at Celtic Park after that. Scales and Beerit. Both getting treatment at the moment. I've got to say, I think uh, in the Motherwell camp, you'll be extremely happy um, because I think everybody was thinking this could be a, a an Aberdeen, as Hugh calls it. It could have been anything this afternoon. They've looked well disciplined. They're working very, very hard um, and frustrating. Is that the word we're looking for, Hugh, this afternoon? Well, frustrating. It, yeah. For Celtic Or for I, a, I, I or, or for a pundits out there Freezing I don't think you get away with frustrating You know Motherwell are doing what Any team in their position would do It's up to you You're at Celtic Park Your last game was a 6-0 win there You've got A squad that Dwarves The Motherwell squad um, If you drop anything It's your fault I mean, you've got to give Motherwell credit as well with the, the organisation and the way they've gone about their business so That's far. They've also been creating chances as well. There yeah. are some teams that just sit in and you know don't have that at the other end, but they have have had a few chances. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say if, if anyone comes on at five o'clock and Celtic have dropped any points today, don't come on and talk about Motherwell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, he's got it. <laughs> the Once has again, the Who Am I? Oh. Yes. Has it. I, I'll tell you what I've got to thank Mark Wilson Because I looked at Mark Wilson's guest Why? That's nothing Right, I hold did. on I, I need to expose this, right? Because I, That's an unbelievable shout Because that's difficult We were just having a discussion during the break And He asked me if Darna Day played for Celtic <laughs> Now, if he didn't know Darna Day played for Celtic how could he get that name Hold on a minute. out of all those? Just, just to let the listeners know. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you get where I'm suspicious. coming from there? Right, hold on, hold on. Let the <laughs> listeners know out there the answer to the teaser's not darn a day, right? No, I know. No, 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 no. You, you get what yeah. I'm saying. Have you, see, have you seen my work here and my, you know, uh, the, the teams I can actually probably say played there? <laughs> What uh, has given me a lot teams, of joy, by the way, is that... Teams the, like that, that's where he played with him. Where? There. Where? Are, yeah, that's where he Really? I, I, I think he has. What, by the way, what's given me a lot of joy is know. the fact that about 30 seconds before you had it written down, someone on Twitter did get it before oh, you. So oh, you weren't, you weren't first in. 
I don't really care. I'm That's quite an ha- amazing shout. I'm quite, ha- and I'll tell you what I'm going to do, right? And he will witness. I have not been at my phone. Have I been at my phone? No, no, no. Thank you very I don't much. Think so. There's no paper lying about anywhere with an answer on it, is there? No, no. no which suggests that I'm good. the work could have been done before the question was even asked. There, eh? if somebody slipped him the answer, this is it. Ah, oh, that's a bit. That's a bit rude saying that. So you, so what you're saying right. is once the answer comes out, let's let's dig into this guy's I was, career. I was, I was, I was going to say, was this a sort of brown envelope situation? But you, you wouldn't be giving away money. No chance. Do you honestly think I'd give away money again? I, I floated the idea, Chris and Daz. Oh, then they go on at the start. No, my and friends. now, by the way, there's teas and there's coffees, coffees and there's quality streets exchanging. Yeah. And man, Chris, you've been outed. You've and he, and he's nice. Daz is nice to Chris now. I think Chris says, "Listen, go easy on me. He'll a be, bit on air, and way, I'll sort you." Out. He'll be back at Tesco by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Oh, we've got one of these. Goal flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy Dundee nil, Hibernian 2 And it's a Lewis Miller header From a corner It is looking good for Hibs and Nick Montgomery today uh, It's not looking good for Dundee A long way back from that And uh, I don't think you know Tony Doherty's done well But this looks like one that's uh, slipped away from him uh, So Nick Montgomery He got his first win before the international break And uh, the Hibs revival is now looking as if it's underway. What's not looking as if it's underway is the game at Celtic Park because uh, you know the, the clash of heads. It's a real blow for Celtic if Liam Scales is forced to go off. No, he's all right. He will play on, but there was a five-minute stoppage in that game. I think both players, Mika Birit as well, so the two of them able to play on, but a five-minute stoppage. So there will be quite a bit of added time at the end of that game. Well, Celtic, it sounds as if they're going to need it uh, because there's nothing happening for them. Um, and Motherwell have really dug in and uh, they are looking good at the moment to take something out of this game Queen of the South 2 Dundee United 2 Kai oh, Fotheringham no. at it again he's equalised after Queen of the South came from a goal down to go 2-1 up I was going to say Scottish Cup not a friend of Jim Goodwin's you know earlier in the year Going out to Darvo in yeah. the same calendar year, he cannot afford to go out with a different side to a, a team from the a league lower league. Home yeah. Again, but they're back in level terms. That's going to be a tense finish for both managers. Peterhead one, Air United nil. Kieran Shanks on the score sheet. Well, that's a a blow for uh, for Air United. You know, again, a, a club from uh, league beneath them. Uh, not what was expected, but. Time to go As there is for everyone uh, But The Liam Scales Injury The five minute delay We're going see, to a see, late finish Five minute delay um, You know We speak about head knocks a lot And if players are down for five minutes Getting treatment Both head knocks And maybe a stitch or two in there Is there any other Industry that you just expect them to go back on and play. I suppose it just depends what kind of injury it is because it doesn't look as if there was any concussion or anything. It's more to do with seemingly these injuries are just cuts that need to be patched up. So sometimes you can you can get a cut that maybe bleeds quite a bit, but isn't isn't painful, hasn't sort of rocked you. You just get caught the wrong way and and end up continuing. Well, have but to all the relevant checks need to be done, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. Celtic have to be careful with him because as I say Tuesday uh, in Rome Lazio 
Lagabielka appears to have disappeared from view altogether. Doesn't even make the bench. You know, three million pound signing who's just vanished. In the was playing game. in Cami Kerr's testimonial over yeah. the international yeah. break. Went yeah. from scoring for Sweden in the last international break to. I think playing in the I think Rab Douglas was on the yeah. bench for Celtic in that testimonial. <laughs> Navrotsky Navrotsky played uh, in August and hasn't been seen since. Uh, and we're nearly into December. Uh, so centre half uh, would have been a Nat Phillips is there, but you know he's there on loan and has not really impressed. So Celtic actually need Liam Scales for Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean I think with the, the Nat Phillips loan was Really sort of a short term thing To plug a gap Wasn't it With Lagabielka And Navrotsky out But you know If if Lagabielka isn't fancied Which appears to be the case At the moment Certainly there are some signals Towards it You wonder what then happens In in January With Nat Phillips Only on a short term loan They look like they're one or two Not fancied just now Kobayashi They'll talk about him Going back to Japan It's got to be a big January here Yeah It's got to be a big January For Celtic Getting players out it's a it's a big November at the moment because you know they are looking as if they're going nowhere against Motherwell and uh, the the tension's on now. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, Liam Kelly's only really been forced into what one save, and it was from a Stephen O'Donnell header. One, you know, tough save. I would That's say it was from Stephen O'Donnell's thing. header. Yeah, I think oh, I, Matt, I said Matt earlier that he'd be a busy man, and they're going to rely on him. Well, you're right. Only one stop. And an hour, just over an hour at Celtic Park Tells the story Celtic, plenty of the ball Not creating anywhere near enough Goal flashes <laughs> Please With m and Green Pharmacy <laughs> Hearts 1, St Johnston <sighs> nil, And Craig Levine not getting the better of his old side At the moment Liam Boyce on the score sheet And that would be a big win for Hearts If they're able to hold on to it With around half an hour left Well, you see Stephen A. Smith has his critics uh, and he's been looked at in terms of the job he's doing as manager so three points for him it's a vital thing today because he can't have the old man Craig Levine coming back and uh, and beating him people would then draw attention to Stephen Naismith and what he is or is not doing so it's a, a big afternoon for him Maybe not going to be as straightforward for Hibs as we thought 2-0 up But Lewis Miller has just been sent oh. off for a second bookable offence Quite a week for him I think he was man of the match as Australia beat Bangladesh 7-0 during the international break He then scores for Hibs and then sent off today Speaking of people who were man of the match in midweek internationals Mikey Johnson was man of the match for the Republic of Ireland I just wonder as this game continues to go nowhere for Celtic if there's a an appearance a rare appearance in the offing for Mikey Johnson so yeah. you, you you think there's no breakthrough here Hugh you going early today yeah no 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 yeah maybe a sign of how it's gone Lewis Palmer just a few moments ago got into a decent area in the box but just slipped as he went to play the ball across the face of goal what about yourself Daz uh, unfortunately I think because of uh, certain areas of the pitch where Celtic are very dangerous I think they'll I think they'll get a goal well, Celtic do need a goal and they're turning to one of the joint top Premiership scorers and David Turnbull is about to come on Well, you know, Mark made a case for Turnbull leaving the club in the January window and he's probably correct but if you keep on scoring goals I mean, if he scores another one today uh, and gets Celtic out of the fire then why would you let him go? 
I suppose with six months left on his deal it, it may be out of Celtic's hands in terms of someone may come in and try and agree a pre-contract with him David Turnbull's appearance here for me Andrew signifies the fact that Brendan Rodgers has looked at the game and thought there isn't a goal in us and I'll need to see if Turnbull can work his magic uh, so I think the Celtic manager is showing his concern with half an hour to go you just wonder who's got who did did they say who's got to take off there sorry uh, no not yet oh, I think it's that's just a, about to happen that's a very interesting one penalty to Celtic Mm, and they will have the chance from the spot Liam Kelly brings down O <laughs> and from 12 yards Celtic will get the chance Liam yeah. Kelly to take what did we say you got to love well, you Louis, Hugh well <laughs> you see you're, you're banging the, on said, I, just, no, no, I think Celtic I, will I, I just like to throw the rod out there and I swear you just love the bait well on you go shoggy boom doesn't <laughs> I mean Celtic's recent record with penalties hasn't been Louis great Palmer. has it Louis, Louis Palmer, Palmer is the last the... one and, it, and did very well with it but uh... bring on Turnbull he'll score well, he, he missed the last day at the post yeah it was, a, it was a good save initially from Le- uh, Liam Kelly Mugabe clearance but then took down O as he was about to score oh. so well, you wonder if O has the courage just to grab the ball and take it has taken penalties yeah, before for Celtic did he up at Dingmo am I right in saying that Potentially, I'm sure he took he one took towards one. the end of last season. He's oh. definitely taken one at Celtic Park. Right, okay. That was not near Dingwall. Hatati, <laughs> Hatati took a couple and was far from convincing. But uh, I think Louis Palmer said he scored the yeah, last one. Yeah, it will be Louis Palmer to take. Of course, it will be yeah. checked. But David Friel seems pretty certain that it will be a penalty. This could be the difference with the phone in tonight with Liam Kelly. If he saves it Yeah yeah. If he doesn't Yeah the penalty has definitely been awarded After a VAR check So it will be Lewis Palmer to step up and take How do you fancy his chances? Go 50-50 Yeah Go 50-50 Okay 50-50 Oh What's it? Um, what? These two are speaking in the same language. It's not great. Himself. It's not great for no. our radio, by the way. He's he no idea. <laughs> this is this is the he equivalent. Really poked my eyes out there. This is the equivalent of doing. And the penalty trip. has been saved. Oh! There you are. Liam Kelly, redemption for Liam Kelly, because uh, he was the one that actually I think it was maybe Mugabe was the one that gave away the penalty and not Liam Kelly. It was Mugabe sliding in. On well, Dazzler, well, how, well, well, how is my nil-nil looking now, Dazzler? Yes, Hugh, yes. You're uh, they, entitled to that. that. That, for me, is symbolic. That tells you, for me, if you're given a penalty you, and you miss it, that tells me this is one of those days for you. And this is a Celtic... St Johnston all over again this is a replay this finishes nil-nil well still plenty of time to go Hugh you said that on the day that Celtic drew with St Johnston nil-nil yeah. as well yeah. well Brendan Rodgers is now going to make the changes David Turnbull coming on Mikey Johnson coming on as well interesting Told you. Told you. off come Luis Palma and Kyogo well Ooh. Kyogo has clearly done nothing we haven't, we haven't heard mention of his name in connection with anything um, and I thought that Mikey Johnson might feature, but 
It's signs of desperation now from uh, Brendan Rodgers. He's tried everything and nothing is going for him. Well, let's take a look at that teaser again. The Who Am I, Hugh? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have played alongside Andy Webster and Peter Crouch. I have been managed by Tony Pulis and Roberto Martinez. I have played for 18 different clubs in my career and I've appeared at the World Cup. But... I have no medals from my time in Scotland. Who am I? Gordon DL has it. There's a few answers coming on Twitter. Quite a lot of people going for Ricardo Fuller. Mm. Oh, I see what they've done there, Stoke. But it's yeah. not Ricardo Hearts. Fuller. David has gone for Colin Chasm Richards. Nope. I remember him, I help you. A Greg's Gardens has gone for Nico Cranshaw. No. And William Bailey has gone for Marcus Bent. Who no. Not played in Scotland No There are a couple of shouts of players That definitely haven't played in, in Scotland Lee Hendry Another shout in there No, 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 no. It's not Lee, Lee Henry. Henry You've just got to start from the outside and work in That's a tactic What does that even mean? Well, it's like a jigsaw Where do you start a jigsaw? I know, but it's The corners <laughs> So what have you put as the corners? What's the clues in the corners? I write down the players Right uh, I then write down the teams Okay And then I write down Sort of a Roundabout Who played with who And then the answers oh. And it seems to be working <laughs> Certainly is Low shot by David Turnbull Is saved You know that When David Turnbull Is on the pitch He's going to let fly On a few occasions This one no. Is stopped by Liam Kelly David Turnbull Is now the man Who stands between Motherwell His old team And Celtic getting something out of this game today because Brendan Rodgers has tried everything Kyogo has gone from the fray Palma has missed a penalty and he's gone from the fray as well O is not having a memorable introduction to the match it's slipping away and that's why he's he's turned to David Turnbull because he's the only one that can save Celtic but this is this has got to be part of his backup plan why Turnbull doesn't start the game You've got to think that Brendan Rodgers might have had an idea that Motherwell would sit deep and make it difficult. And when it gets to a certain stage where you're not creating much because there's that many bodies, you would bring the guy off the bench who can score from distance. I get the argument, and I would argue Turnbull should have started, but it's not a bad option to turn to when the Motherwell midfield and backline is retreating into their own box time and time again. So space is going to open up. At the edge It sounds like Attack against defence yeah. uh, Obviously David Farrell's Given us information But Can Motherwell Can they sit that deep And hold on For that long Well I've done it so far They're 70, yeah, know, 70 but, minutes in now but, but Because you're working so hard You're concentrating so hard Sometimes you just get that little But You know You switch off You got a bit tired They got a penalty kick They've rode their luck with that Listen What a result This this could be a Brilliant result for Motherwell But I still think that There's a lot of work to be done yet David Turnbull You think you'll be wondering What he can do To get a start under Brendan Rodgers At the moment Because Joint top goal scorer In the league And in a game like this Where Celtic need a goal He is You know One of the players that Brendan Rodgers is, Is turning to He'll have watched That first half performance Of Odin Thiago home David Friel telling us He wasn't really involved At all Of course In the game I mean it's only natural And Look I, I did a plenty at Celtic I sat on the bench And I'm thinking The, the guys aren't really Playing 
that well in front of me what do I have to do and I'm, it's just a manager's preference they obviously seen something in the others that they didn't see in me um, but Turnbull's a different argument because he's contributed a lot this season he must be starting to think you know my game off the ball must not be what Brendan Rodgers wants because Holmes in ahead of me and you know Hatati's been brought back into the fold so on the ball he's very good he makes things happen he's good at set pieces he scores goals it's got to be off the ball is the problem and Brendan Rodgers has an idea and he said what he wants his midfielders to look like out of possession maybe Turnbull just doesn't fit that no goals so far for Ross County and Derek Adams first game back in charge his old team that he left 4-0 down to Wrexham oh. Markham not a good afternoon for them after losing their manager you've got to ask the question Markham or Dingwall <laughs> I think there'd be more to do in Markham <laughs> Well he, 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 he says that uh, He didn't even Think about selling his house in Dingwall Didn't even rent it out It's been lying there for nine years Oh dampness So he, he, he knew he was going back one day. <laughs> It's been lying there for nine years With uh, the heating on I dare say he's gone back up Or his dad John. I was going to say I hope someone was looking after it For those nine I years know. I'll be one of them When he arrives Somebody would have written On his windows <laughs> <laughs> Watch me Watch me He's not accidentally left A bowl of fruit lying out In the kitchen Oh I've <laughs> well done that haven't we Yeah When we go on holiday And we come back It's not nice I've actually got a Friend who Obviously uh, Covid hit And everyone was working From home remotely That had left A banana in their desk drawer at work oh. and they weren't allowed to go into the office for months oh no it was almost like a hazmat suit operation to try and uh, <laughs> try and get rid of it in the end burning that desk <laughs> I set it on fire bonfire would so uh, what we got we've got um, yeah whereas I mean I was going to say late drama there is still around 20 15, minutes to go there's probably to going go. to be close to maybe half an hour to go in the Celtic game go. because and that noise you're hearing in the background is sweets again is a ninth quality street for this guy. <laughs> You've been keeping count. <laughs> what do you think this game will end up now? It does. You're going to give us some insight. Are you yeah, able to? Yeah, I think I'll um, go <laughs> right to the wire. What flavours that you got there? I don't know which now. What colour was it? A blue one. A blue coconut. Okay. He's meant to coconut. Uh, See, this just amazes me because I, I don't like chocolate, so I don't. That that amazes me beyond anything. Uh, that you don't like chocolate. No, we've had this discussion before. So I mean even when you were a kid That's what made me not like it <laughs> Why did you just eat too much yet? Probably And then, and then what one day woke up and thought I don't like chocolate That's it When, was, when was the last time you ate chocolate? I, I, I wouldn't begin to know See chocolate's just, changed you, a lot after the 1950s yeah. It's certainly not harmed to do you not think that if you <laughs> Do you not ever have any intrigue about That you know you might actually you like it You've just not tried it in ages No I, I just look at people all around me In that newsroom I've never seen so much chocolate in my life that if they banned chocolate, this radio station would have to close down. I tell you what, Michelle Evans is telling us that she doesn't like chocolate either. Yeah, you've got someone on your side. Yeah, yeah. A female that doesn't like chocolate. Cassie loves chocolate, don't you? Listen, every morning talking <laughs> How about. Did you know that information? Because I listen to Cassie and Bowie in the morning. I'm a big Clyde fan. Yeah, that's the first two people I've ever heard don't yeah. like chocolate. Well, Michelle, see a lady of some sort. What do you eat at Easter? What do you eat at Easter? Digestive. So you eat Easter's eggs? Digestive, sorry. You like a wee digestive, yeah. You're a, a rich tea. 
Never without a McVitie's digestive You must dip, surely Oh yeah, first yeah. thing in the morning Yeah You have a biscuit in first thing in the morning It's a dip first thing in the morning Let's hope That's McVitie's We problem. need a goal <laughs> <laughs> Anyone Is how's anyone that, out there? How's my nil-nil looking it's dad? It's looking no bad, Hugh But uh-huh. there's still a bit to go yeah, Celtic still do have a couple of rolls of the dice, I suppose, to go. But it just depends what options they've got really on the bench because they've turned to O, they've turned to David Turnbull, they've Tilio. turned to Mikey Johnson as well. Will it be time for Marco Tilio to come on and try and make his impact? It's been a, a pretty bizarre episode so far. Yes, he came in with that injury, but hasn't, yeah. hasn't really been anywhere to be seen apart the, from that. The the game so far can be described as a bizarre episode. You know, you you have to. Now get over the fact that it's the first one back after a, an international break, etc, etc, etc. Brendan Rodgers has tried everything and was even given the early Christmas gift of a penalty. And, you know, the, it's your fault. If you drop points at home, it's entirely your fault. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's good news if Rangers can go to Petordry and get a result tomorrow. Yeah. This stays the same, but... Yeah. I've still got a sneaky, I've seen this picture before, I've still got a sneaky Celtic will carve a chance up and probably put it in the back of it. We did talk about Scottish Cup shocks, this isn't as huge as some of the other ones could be, but Hamilton nil, Kelty Hearts 2, Lewis yeah. Moore doubling their lead. I think, that a good win for them. I think that is a shock, Yeah, you know, because the Ackies have been going really well in the Championship and you know they're at home, they have every advantage and it, that's a shock. And your side Brighton were 1-0 down Hugh Then 3-1 up But Lewis yep. Dunk's just been sent off Yeah Be A tough end to the game Yeah but uh, I think that lead is substantial So what are we? We have probably around 15 minutes to go In most of the games Motherwell making their change Mika Beareth has been prolific In the few minutes that he's played for Motherwell In his time there He's coming off And it's going to be John Abika it comes on a different prospect for the Celtic defence to deal with. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's so much of the ball this afternoon, but he looked a bright talent. Um, look, it's going to be one-way traffic, you've got to think, for the remaining minutes of this game. You just wonder if Celtic can create more. It doesn't sound likely. Have they used all their subs? No, they've only made three, I think, haven't they? They've brought o, on O, they've brought Johnson. on Mikey Johnson, and they've Turnbull. brought on David Turnbull. Turnbull. Right, so... Uh, Tell you, is James Forrest on the bench? Uh, I don't believe so. No, no James Forrest on the bench. Well, you've run out of. So you're no left with, I mean, Scott Bain, Alistair Johnson, Nat Phillips, uh, Bernabe, Paolo Bernardo, Marco Tilio. So the obvious one, well, I say the obvious one, but the one, the most attacking out of them is, is Marco Tilio, certainly. <laughs> but there's another one in that midfield area. I forgot about Bernardo. Bernardo. Paolo Bernardo starts up at Dingwall, starts. Um, away at Atletico as well nowhere to be seen this but, afternoon but there's a reason for that yeah yeah I agree with you, he, you know, can, that, yeah. he doesn't contribute anything yeah. you're it's, not a fan it's, Mark it's, I've just not seen enough has that been a, a bit of a cycle though of that area with Real Hitati out that Paulo Bernardo's played a couple of games I mean worked hard at home against Atletico Madrid when Hatati came off, earned himself a start the next week, maybe didn't do as much as Brendan Rodgers would have wanted. Oden Thiago Holmes had a couple of opportunities, maybe not done as much as Brendan Rodgers would have wanted. You've then got David Turnbull. Well, that's that's why I, that, I that, is that why it makes Turnbull it, mm. the standout? Because we've seen all three 
and there's much of a muchness between them but Turnbull adds goals so you've got to take the, the glaring obvious thing that puts him ahead of the other two they're all nice in the ball and they can move it but they very rarely grab the game by the scruff of the net like a Hattati can so what can they bring and and David Turnbull obviously gives you goals the other two not quite as much I'll tell you what Nottingham Forest goal now Hugh it's now Brighton 3 Nottingham oh. Forest 2 Brighton down to 10 Penalty men as well, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Seagulls Well sore yeah, it's just been pretty quiet, I think, between Ross County and Kilmarnock. Not a whole lot happening there. It's been quite quiet, actually, at the Smyzer Stadium between St Mirren and Livingston. Still the one goal in that one. Hibs have set up a lot more defensive, as you'd expect, with Lewis Miller being sent off. I think Paul Hanlon came on for Dylan Venter, and they just want to see that one out. As it stands, on my ACA, I'm just waiting on Celtic to score. And I've got it up. Nope. Hibs winning, Hearts winning, drop at Dingwall. And St Mirren winning In the Scottish Cup It has taken 81 minutes For Broxburn Athletic To score against Bucky Thistle Bucky down to 9 They finally got The goal Errol Douglas Scoring for them And this is the round You really want to get through Because the The big guns Are in the The next round So they could be in for A glamour tie potentially Well good luck to them Uh, A little success story Thistle 3-0 up at Queen's Park I didn't see the third goal coming Yeah, good in. afternoon for yeah. Partick Thistle Certainly Inverness 1-0 up against Cowden Beath David Watherspoon with the goal as well You just wonder if, if he was maybe someone that Some Premiership sides may have taken a look at David Watherspoon good, good signing mm-hmm. Good experienced yeah. player A lot of games under his belt Good player That's a very, very good signing for Inverness Celtic go close It's Yang with a header from a Johnson cross Should have hit the target But didn't Mm. Uh, that kind of day should have scored from the penalty shouldn't be in this kind of position when it's Celtic against a team who had gone into the game with no wins in their last nine Uh, so should have been could have been might have been doesn't get you anything Hearts making changes as well Devlin and Vargas on Grant and Boyce off Cammy Devlin seems to be pretty out of favour at Hearts at the moment coming off the bench quite a lot which is a Maybe a bit of a surprise. Yeah, but <clears throat> they've got that bigger squad. Um, he doesn't care. He's got that messy top. Oh no, that's his pension. He's just sitting there thinking, I'll sit in this bench all day long. Cash in on that at some point. Oh, Wait for some big anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Right on AEB. What's the best one you've got? Yeah. Kaka? No, I gave it away. Oh, did you gave it away? I gave it to Gordon, huh? That's insane that you gave it away. But what am I going to do it? I'm, I'm not one Give of these guys that's got strips framed in their house or anything like that. No, all my strips are up the list. I you were giving it away. Well, Gordon had a friend that was. Do you want a Celtic number 12? Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> got plenty of those. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Let me tell you, you can't give them away. <laughs> <laughs> Did you. Have you got any? Nah. No, you, would have, you would have lost stupid. it anyway. I don't even. You're in the tip. Throwing it out with your medals. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it, 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 it was ironic that all my good memories, my medals went out of my bed. <laughs> That's what happened. Anyone got the second half teaser? Yeah, me. The Dazzler. No, oh, just a second. Liam Scales almost scores with a header, but almost. still nil nil. I told with a cellular. Could have been, might have been, should have been, almost. Doesn't get you anything. Yeah, give us a teaser again, Hugh. I played alongside Andy Webster and Peter Couch. I've been managed by Tony Pulis and Roberto Martinez. I've played for 18 different clubs in my career and at the World Cup. 
but I have no medals from my time in Scotland. Who am I? I tell you what, I won't do any wrong answers because... VAR Review with M&D Green Pharmacy. The referee at Celtic Park is going to the screen. Potential penalty check for Celtic. Oh, you. <laughs> Here we go again. I'll tell you what, Celtic is some mountain penalties, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear them all in their cars and now. What is he talking about? Seemingly on Mikey Johnson potentially was pulled there, but when the referee goes to the screen mm. to the screen, then a lot of the time it it looks as if Well, it will have we not seen a couple of weeks ago them looking at the screen and, and sticking by yeah. their decision. Mm-hmm. Was that Fur Park a couple of weeks ago against Hearts? Yep. So according to the independent survey, the the, the, the VAR is was that, was that not flawless. the one that Liam Boyce got kicked in the chest? And that was ridiculous. I, that was ridiculous by how it was, not a penalty? I've but got this to... one is a penalty. Celtic will get the it? chance from the spot again. Lewis Palmer took it, but before we get to that, goal flashes <clears throat> with M and D Green Pharmacy. Dundee back in it against Hibs Dundee 1, Hibs 2 Owen Beck scores at the second attempt And up against the 10 men of Hibs They are now in a good position To try and get back into that one It was a pull by Callum Butcher On Mikey Johnson The penalty has been given Yeah, back to that Who takes it for second? Turnbull David Turnbull, is that the obvious one? Has missed He has missed, but he scored plenty Get Joe Hart up (laughs) I put the laces through oh, a bike yeah, uh, Was it scored uh, Listen the, the first half teaser He scored 40 goals plus In the premiership And that is Callum McGregor Who is the captain Is it not time for the captain A day for the captain Responsibility Do you know what Hugh I've thought about that The, the last time is, and I can understand Palmer But Surely McGregor must say Right Okay I'll stand up And take this Yeah it was for A short pull So it was at the chance Where Liam Scales had the header He flicked it on Towards the back post Mikey Johnson Was trying to run on To the ball And as he was trying To run on to it His shirt was pulled By uh, Callum Butcher And penalty Has been given We've got one of these Before the penalty's taken Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy A Caelan Boyd Munz free kick Knocked into the net By a Livingston defender St Mirren 2-0 up David Turnbull To take the penalty At Celtic Park Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy And Celtic get their goal Celtic 1, Motherwell nil, And it's David Turnbull who finds the bottom corner Well I said to you, he's the one who stands between Celtic and drop points And uh, he's done it now from the, the penalty spot uh, Celtic are very lucky they, they have toiled all day long I don't need to hear about They went close there and they went close there They didn't Take their chances And now after Two penalties They're finally in front VAR Review With M&D Green Pharmacy St Mirren's second goal Will not stand It has been disallowed Following a check So It remains 1-0 to St Mirren Against Livingston Heading into What the final five Minutes or so In that game It's either a lifeline For Livy Or it's just a, a blip on the road to three points for St Mirren. Only Davy Martindale's side can tell. Yeah, plenty of late drama happening. There still could be goals down in the second half. Well. You, I said, once the players warm those legs up, oh. uh, there'll be plenty of action, and there has been. And Celtic, look, it's not been an ideal afternoon, but 
if you manage to get the job done <sighs> within 90 minutes these games are the ones that are forgotten about at the end of the season as long as the three points are there and it has been hard work but devastated for your mother will God to yeah. say devastated well, the Celtic fans go on about VAR which they feel is weighted against them but VAR has given them the three points today well, it's uh, not given them the three points has it because I mean the two penalty incidents from what David Friel is saying were penalty incidents so it's sort of suggesting that VAR has given them it is well, the, the saying refer- that something else is at play essentially they've been surely awarded no, 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 two penalties re- that should have the, been penalties the referee has missed what he should have done he's fallen down on his responsibility but VAR has averted a mistake that's what I mean by VAR coming to Celtic's rescue uh, so uh, they can't complain about VAR today because it has averted a mistake on Celtic's behalf. Good game between Anne and Athletic and Dumbarton. Three all now. Dumbarton equalising. Finlay Gray. That one could go to extra time. Uh, Morton 4 0 up against Bowness United as well. Logan O'Boy scoring for Morton. Bad day for my old team, mate. Gary that, Caldwell. How do they play? 6 0 down 6-0. Exeter. Ah. With Martin, his defensive I've been there, we've been there before. Yeah, you could join the Shivan Club. Come on, Gary. That's it. There is actually a lot of scope for late drama. I'll tell you what, we will finish this off, shall Mm. we, before the full time whistles come around here. The second half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Andy Webster and Peter Crouch I have been managed by Tony Pulis and Roberto Martinez I have played for 18 different clubs in my career And at the World Cup But I have no medals from my time in Scotland And I am Henri Camara Henri Camara, well done to those at home That got it on the podium Third place, Scott Connie, Who won the first half teaser So he's been on fire today Second place, Kieran Edelston But in first place Quickest off the mark was Ali Morrison. All right, let's dig into this. Okay, Henri show us your working. A man, I'm, well, I'd just put it down to a man of many clubs. I stick the clubs down. Crouch would probably be Southampton. Uh, Webster would be Wigan. <laughs> Senegal. Because when you think of Peter Crouch, you think <laughs> of Southampton. Southampton. Well, the reason I do that is because I watch the documentary. So if you sit in at night and watch the documentaries and educate yourself in footballers, what's documentary? No, I'm just meaning that, like. It, he played for them, but when you think of Peter Crouch, right. that's not Southampton's one of the World Cup that you think of. Senegal, Andy, Andy Webster, where Wigan, we play with him? Wigan. Hold on. Goal flashes. Could be Wigan. With M and D Green Pharmacy. Celtic. One Motherwell One We said there was going to be late drama And there is late drama Because Motherwell have equalised At Celtic Park It was a corner in from the left Squeezed in Not quite clear Who got the final touch But Celtic took the lead from the penalty spot But have been pegged back Ten minutes added Ten ten minutes minutes. Well you know If Celtic do drop two points today um, It and I've said it for the third time now It is an astounding blunder An astounding blunder To be one up To have had two penalties What more do you want? But As at Motherwell earlier in the season If you recall Celtic uh, 
were one one. Motherwell equalised very late on, and then Matt O'Reilly got Celtic out of trouble that day. They're going to have to try and pull off that escape act a second time, but they are on their way to that astounding blunder of dropping points. Think it was substitute John Obika that got the final touch. It wasn't immediately clear, but I think John Obika is the man that has got the final touch. There's eight minutes added at St Mirren, but there wasn't really many stoppages between Ross County and Kilmarnock because it's already full time at the Global Energy Stadium. Dave Galloway. Yeah, half time. Ross County nil, Kilmarnock nil, and County started very brightly. They took control early on in this one. Jan Danda whipped a ball right across goal in the opening seconds of the match. James. Brown's shot was cleared off the line after Danda's cutback and Will Dennis saved well from Scott Allardyce's dinked effort but Kilmarnock gradually got into the game and nearly went in front Danny Armstrong played a neat 1-2 and his deflected drive forced a brilliant reaction save from Ross Laidlaw Jan Danda looking really impressive he saw his shot turned round the post by Will Dennis but the game became more evenly matched with both teams cancelling each other out however County again went close as half time Beck and Simon Murray picked out Connor Randall but his shot was cleared off the line the host started the second half strongly forcing three corners in quick succession which uh, all amounted to nothing uh, County certainly dominating play but apart from Josh Sims uh, shooting tamely at Will Dennis after Simon Murray set him up they weren't making it count to be honest neither goalie with much to do at all in the second half which was very disappointing pointing after some promising moments uh, before the interval. Late on for Killy, uh, Kyle Vassell and Joe Wright had uh, headers which were off target for uh, the visitors as this game uh, disappointingly uh, fizzled out. Uh, Goalmouth uh, goal frenzy it was not. Uh, stalemate it was. Ross County nil, Kilmarnock nil. It is also full time at Tynecastle between Hearts and St Johnston. Michelle Evans. Yeah, Hearts nil. Uh, Hearts one, sorry. St Johnston nil. It wasn't the homecoming here that Craig Levine was hoping for. As Hearts take all three points and a dull encounter that keeps them in fourth spot. No goals in the first half, but it was St Johnston who made a slightly better start to the second, forcing Sandra Clark to dive across his goal mouth and push a Matthew Smith shot wide after just four minutes. However, it was the home side who finally broke the deadlock in the 62nd minute. Alex Cochran made a run down the left and fired in a cross which Liam Boyce swept past Mitov. St Johnston <coughs> excuse me, sorry. <coughs> St Johnston were convinced it was offside and pleaded with referee John Beaton, but no VAR check was initiated. It took until the 71st minute for the Saints to even come close to an equaliser. From far left, Stevie May sent the ball across Clark's goal mouth, but Dara Costello couldn't manage to connect with the well-weighted cross. Ten minutes to go and a bid to freshen things up. Hearts threw on Cami Devlin and Kenny Vargas. That signalled the departure of goalscorer Boyce. His last action seeing him lift the ball just over the bar from a Grant Cross. Plenty of effort as the, the clock ticked down to the final whistle. But it is finished here. Hearts won St Johnson nil. Well, Brendan Rodgers has made the move. Marco Tilio comes on for his first Celtic appearance. Yang goes off. Shield. Sheer desperation on the part of the Celtic manager. They have had a dreadful day. Uh, the goal conceded to Motherwell was laughable. Um, there were two penalty kicks. There was everything going their way, but have not taken advantage. And, you know, Philippe Clement 
Rangers players and all the Rangers fans must be delighted with the day they've had uh, and the, the gap at the top is narrowing full bit time, by bit full time at Dundee against Hibs Roger Hanna Dundee 1 Hibernian 2 it's back to back wins for Hibs and they're back in the top 6 tonight goals in either half by Jair Tavares and Lewis Miller won it for Nick Montgomery's men and they leapfrogged Dundee at the start of an awkward run of 5 away games in 6 they had to survive the final half hour after Miller was sent off for 2 bookings Owen Beck got one back for Dundee with 4 minutes to go but the team which is regularly blown leads this season somehow held on in an amazing siege in 6 minutes of stoppage time for the win and a valuable win Tavares has cut back from the byline in 13 minutes found Josh Campbell in the box but he fired over the top Dundee had a chance two minutes later Ricky Lamy's header over the top seized onto by Amadou Bakayoko but he volleyed high over the bar but a breakthrough for Hibs in 16 minutes and a fine team goal Tavares down the left away from Malachi Boateng he fed the ball to Dylan Venter he transferred it to Josh Campbell it was in reverse back in Tavares to Tavares' path to shoot low past Dundee goalkeeper Trevor Carson Dundee's response was good three times in the rest of the first half Luke McCown denied by David Marshall in the Hibs goal at the start of the second half oh, it was 2-0 to the visitors corner on the right skipper Joe Newell in swinging delivery and there was Lewis Miller the Australian right back to leap highest and head home past Carson for 2-0 five minutes later goal scorer Miller became the villain a second booking two fouls on Owen Beck led to the red card from referee Don Robertson Hibs they went into defensive mode Paul Hanlon on for centre forward Venter and from then on in it was all Dundee back and Yoko's effort somehow deflected into the arms of Marshall when it seemed easier to score McCowan then blazed off target four minutes from time they did get one back wonderful play by substitute Charlie Riley to feed Beck in the box his first shot was blocked it fell back invitingly for him and he slammed it low past Marshall for 2-1 the goalkeeper called into action on 90 minutes to once again deny McCowan, who then shot just over the top in six added minutes. Then in the dying seconds, Boating as well, slightly off target, Dundee threw everything at it, but somehow Hibs held on. A valuable three points from the top six tonight. Dundee won, Hibernian in two. Deep into injury time in the two remaining games, St Mirren against Livingston, Celtic against Motherwell. A fantastic save by Zach Hemming to deny Mo Sangari, keeping St Mirren ahead there's late drama down south as well. Jamie Vardy has had a penalty for Leicester. What Scotland international do you think was in goal for the penalty that Jamie Vardy just scored? Watford are playing. Any guesses? Scotland international in goal for the Jamie Vardy penalty? Ryan Porteous. Daniel Backman sent off. <laughs> Ryan Porteous had to go in goal, was unable to save it. What a story that is. Yeah, yeah. Always like when an outfield player gets the gloves on. It just looks so unnatural, doesn't it? With was the, the, goal, the goalkeeper's shirt was with decent. The... Aye, out. It's always untucked in. <laughs> yeah, it. It's uh-huh. never tucked in. I think Vinnie Jones was all right when he went in goals one time, but the untucked baggy look. <laughs> would you not have been if uh, in your career if the uh, and and goals if, I if, if there was ever would, would you have oh, been one of the I, ones that was? I would have loved that. Putting your hand up, not to lose, have you? You dive about and make a fool of yourself a wee bit. Ah, well. Full time in Paisley St Mirren against Livingston Lindsay Heron Yeah the final score here Andrew After 8 minutes of added time St Mirren 1 Livingston 0 
it was more of a slog than a sprint. But listen, Saints have solidified third place and they've piled on the misery for Livy. And the bitter irony was that the luckless former buddy Sean Kelly is the man who scored the game's only goal, bundling the ball into his own net eight minutes before half-time. It's now six defeats in a row for Livy and they haven't scored in the last five either. These are worrying times for Davy Martindale. They'd actually started pretty well and Richard Nottingham's header came off the Samirn Bar in 33 minutes. But four minutes later, Saints were ahead. Shamal George spilled Greg Kilty's ball in from the left. Micah Mandron and Sean Kelly slid, slid in to try and meet it. Mandron claimed it, but it was Kelly who actually forced the ball into the net and got the last touch. Second half was a real scrappy affair. Saints really just trying to solidify and hold on to what they had and Libby not offering too much in an attacking sense. Caelan Boyd Munns shooting just wide in 40, uh, sorry, 65 minutes. And then poor old Richard Taylor had to go off injured, having already uh, made a brilliant blocking save on the line to deny Curtis Guthrie. He was taken off by stretcher, so that's a major blow for Stephen Robinson. We just hope he's not too badly injured. And into added time we went. And a, a second goal for Saints, we thought. Boyd Munns is bought into the penalty area. It was bundled into the net by a Libby defender. But uh, David Monroe was called to the monitor for a review and on a VAR check disallowed the goal for an offside in the build-up in that move. Then with five minutes into added time, Livy thought they had the leveller, a ball in from the right, and in came Mo Sangari, a right foot shot, but a fantastic save from Zach Henning, diving to his left-hand side to push the ball around the post to ensure all three points for St Mirren. Final score here, St Mirren 1, Livingston 0. Still going at Celtic Park It's still Celtic 1 Motherwell 1 Probably around 10 seconds to go Of that 10 added on Remember it is a minimum Of 10 added on So it could go over that There was a late chance For Matt O'Reilly Just couldn't connect With the ball properly Well I mean, Celtic are getting What they deserved You know they've had uh, The two penalty kicks They've scored with one Missed the other They've tried everybody They've taken off Kyogo They've put on O The brother Mikey Johnson Tilio. Turnbull looked to have got them out of trouble and they still found time to concede a laughable equalising goal Full time at Celtic Park David Freel Full time Andrew Celtic 1 Motherwell 1 you can probably hear the grumbles in the background as you said Celtic blow the chance to move 11 points clear at the top but that only tells half the story of a dramatic second half Celtic had two penalties so much of the ball but they have dropped points after John Abika's late equaliser gave Motherwell a deserved point in the end. Celtic were an at it, Motherwell worked hard, they were organised, okay, they defended for long, long spells, but they still had chances in both halves. Stuart Kelvale's men, the stats will show they're now 10 games without a win, but this was a massive step forward for his team. As for Brendan Rodgers in Celtic, a lot of questions, he just didn't do enough on the day. It's a real poor performance and they paid the price. First half was a story of frustration for Celtic as well as the second half. Their best chance actually came from Motherwell fullback Stephen O'Donnell. He tried to clear a Louis Palmer corner but instead almost put it into the top corner. Liam Kelly made a great save. Motherwell did have a few chances on the break. Joe Hart was caught in no man's land but got bailed out by his defenders. Then the second half really erupted in 66 minutes. Oh, he on go. He was on a half time sub. Really good Celtic move, ended with Beavis Mugabe putting the ball towards his own goal. Liam Kelly clawed it away, but then, oh, he was on, he was about to score. Mugabe tried to make a last-ditch challenge, instead brought him down. Lewis Palmer, it was a definite penalty, there was a VAR check, it was a definite penalty. Palmer grabbed the ball, but Liam Kelly sprung to his right to make a really, really good save. 
Celtic huffed and puffed after that. Motherwell started to believe it could be their day, but Celtic kept going and got another penalty in 86 minutes. Corner came in from the right. Liam Scales headed towards goal, and Callum Butcher pulled back sub Mikey Johnson. Again, a VAR check, this time Stephen McLean went to the monitor. He, he spotted the tug. David Tumble grabbed the ball and sent Liam Kelly the wrong way with 86 minutes on the clock. It looked like Celtic would go and maybe score more goals and win it, but then in 90 minutes, Motherwell levelled. Blair Spittle's corner was met by John Abika. Poor marking from Celtic, but he glanced the header into the bottom corner beyond Joe Hart. Celtic, they had 10 minutes to try and search in vain for the winner, but it didn't happen. Motherwell stood firm. Liam Kelly stood firm. They claimed a valuable point. Full time, Celtic won, Motherwell won. Yes, what a day of drama in the Scottish Premiership. Not too many goals, but plenty of big results. None more so than Celtic 1, Motherwell 1. Now it's time to hear from you. 01419511025 on the open line. Celtic fans, I'm sure you've got plenty of thoughts about that game. Motherwell fans as well. A big point as well for you and a big point for Stuart Kettlewell and his players as well. Hibs with a 2-1 win against Dundee despite going down to 10 men. Hearts 1, St Johnson 0. No winning start for Derek Adams at Ross County. A goalless draw with Kilmarnock. St Mirren 1-0 winners over Livingston to stay looking pretty in third place. Get all your thoughts in 0141 951 1025 and you can be up next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yes, time to get your calls in after a day of drama in the Scottish Premiership. Celtic drawing one all with Motherwell. They got a penalty. Lewis Palmer took it but it was saved by Liam Kelly they got another penalty this one was dispatched by David Turnbull however on the stroke or well really on the 90th minute wasn't it John Abika with a header equalised for Motherwell 10 minutes added on but it stayed one all 01419511025 get your thoughts in Dundee in good form this season but went down 2-1 to Hebs Hearts 1-0 winners over St Johnston 0-0 between Ross County and Kilmarnock St Mirren 1-0 winners over Livingston lots to unpack today Hugh here's the scenario Celtic are 9 points ahead of Rangers now Rangers have 2 games in hand Aberdeen tomorrow at Pataudry and a home match against St Johnston the lead is I think now 3 points Celtic over Rangers Rangers to go to Celtic Park On the 30th of December Celtic today The perfect storm Played badly Missed chances Missed a penalty Got in front Through another penalty And still Couldn't hold on And lost a laughable equaliser A disastrous day for them you think it's that straightforward Rangers win at Pataudry I was going to say tomorrow. even more disastrous when you hear the nine point lead has just been slashed to three points before the ball's well, even kicked well you know I stand here and I told you from early on I didn't fancy Celtic because they were playing so badly I've I've illustrated the perfect storm for you played badly missed chances and umpteen of them got a penalty missed that as well got another penalty scored that and couldn't hold on to it so it's been a real bad day for them And if someone can tell me that I am wrong And that the lead is not now theoretically three points Then okay, but you, on you go I totally understand And from a Celtic point of view I will agree with that 100% But see if you flip over from these Motherwell fans That are leaving Celtic Park today 
brilliant for them. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. You know, the the minute they go one nil down, everybody thinks three points is away, another defeat. We're looking at Dundee next weekend. Great character and well done to Motherwell. Yeah, I mean it's a still a real winless run that Motherwell are on, but that will almost feel like a victory, won't it, Mark? Oh, for without them, without doubt, without doubt. I mean, if you if you get a draw at Celtic Park, of course, it's a great result. But in the fashion that they did it, you know, going behind so late in the game, we've been there before. You think you're down and out, and you get a goal um, deep into stoppage time, so it will feel like a victory. And Stuart Kelly, well, well done. You know, it's. He had a game plan His players stuck to it His players fought for him You know They made it difficult for Celtic And then when they did go behind He made changes That made the difference If you look at how they got the corner kick And then how they score It's changes that he's made So The manager's taking plenty of stick Over recent weeks He should take plenty of plaudits tonight For getting out of Celtic Park with a point Well let's hear from you 01419511025 Stevie uh, Celtic fan and Bishop Briggs Is up first Stevie what did you take away from that game today? Well I'm being honest with you sir I'm being honest with you guys Hugh I want to speak to you Very quickly my friend On you go Um, Stevie I'm being honest with you Hugh I read your article about what you said About Brendan Rodgers And I am now In the opinion Brendan Rodgers came back to Celtic. And let me just state this. Rodgers came back to Celtic because no other big club in England was sniffing about wanting to take him. Celtic was sniffing about and he had a job to go to and that's why he came. End of the story. That's as far as I'm concerned. Regarding what's happening at Celtic Park, they're not doing very well in Europe. There's a result today which means they've lost four points at home. They've now lost four points at home and you're bang on with your money, Hugh, it goes down to three points. I totally agree with you. Rangers will beat Aberdeen, they will beat St. Johnson, and the title will go to three points. And it's game on for who's going to win this league. And I seriously think Brendan Rodgers' job could very well be in a shaky nail within the next six let months. Me, let me, thank you, Stevie, for your words. Uh, let me just. I mean, first of all, you say a shaky. Neil, Stevie, you look at the league table Celtic have played 14, won 11, drawn 3, lost 0 Is no, that is that the form of a manager who you know, could be in a shaky no, peg at some point? Stevie. Hang on about the St Johnson game When is that St Johnson fixture? Is it Ibrox? No, when? Uh, it's the week before Christmas the I think week it's before the 20th Christmas. of December I think Therefore okay. Rangers could go to Celtic Park Theoretically 3 points behind Celtic Or perhaps it's an even more slender advantage let me, because Stevie said he read what I wrote, let me tell you what I wrote in the Sunday Mail. I said that I thought that Brendan Rogers had been brought into something that was not all it, he had been told it was. Too many projects, too many development players, too many ordinary players. And I concluded that if he did not win the league this season... He would be looking for a job elsewhere Off his own bat Voluntarily Because I don't think what he came into at Celtic Park Was The package that he was sold Stevie Yes I totally agree with you Exactly what he said Brendan Rodgers has walked into that Celtic job More so because no other big club in England was looking for him So he's walked into Celtic job He knows he's been there before I totally agree with you. Somebody's not told Brendan Rodgers the full truth. What's going on? 
at Celtic Park. And now we're seeing what's happening here. They're not doing well in Europe. They've now dropped another two points in the league. So how long is it going to go on? Hugh's absolutely right. This will go down to two games. And if Rangers are three points behind Celtic, they've got a new manager who I've got a lot of respect for listening to what he's saying. I, I think Rangers could take Celtic to the wire this season for the league. My, my contention has always been I thought I was talking about Michael Beale and Brendan Rodgers. I'm now talking about Philippe Clement and Brendan Rodgers. At the start of the season, my contention was the one who fails to win the league will not be there the season thereafter because the temperature in this city now and in the west of Scotland is such that fans will not stand for being second. Rangers fans, Beal had to go because the Rangers fans and the board knew he was sleepwalking towards a Celtic title win. So they get rid of him. Brendan Rodgers If Brendan Rodgers does not win the league And he has a transfer window To try and sort out What's going on He knows his squad is far too big He knows it's got far too many Mediocre players in it And development players If he doesn't win the league He will say I'm off Stevie's painting a pretty bleak picture Mark Is it As bad as he's making out Do you Go along with that? Not as bad as Stevie's making out And I understand that Celtic fans will be annoyed and frustrated at the performance against Motherwell today in St Johnson earlier in the season and listen games like that happen I said on Thursday night that Clement coming in has taken Rangers to a different level than they were under Beal he's got them playing much better and he's getting positive results and I said that it will be closer than what it would have been under Michael Beal and today you see an example of that I said both teams Will drop points And I st- stand by that Both teams will Still drop points From now To the end of the season The games against each other Will be crucial But I wouldn't be getting Too irate About Celtic's progress You read out the stats Beforehand Yes they've drawn against Motherwell at home And St Johnson At home But they went to some Pretty hard places And dealt with the challenges there Fine I get paired with Champions League disappointment Then it looks worse But Listen It's no disaster At the minute for What what a difference an international break makes After the Aberdeen 6-0 drubbing Everybody was in a high Obviously Stevie's now Going against Brendan Rodgers Look I always give credit to the away team today I thought Mother will show great character Stevie's talking about Celtic So we'll deal with that I think January's got to be massive for Celtic because I, I I don't know if the Celtic fans would agree. There's a quite a few average, I call them average footballers, putting on a Celtic jersey just now, and they're not contributing a lot to uh, the party. And Brendan Rodgers only make sure he addresses that. Now he came out last week and said that he's the one that's got the final say. So he owns that. He's got to carry the can for that. Um, but you're talking about. A manager just now, he's not lost a league game. And and I know that you can point to Alison Motherwell, St. Johnson and the form that they've been in and where they were in the league. This guy's not lost a league game. Were they poor today? Yes, the, the opportunity to put Motherwell away, but they didn't do it. I think we're just getting a little bit carried away. Thanks to Stevie. Let's speak to Mark, a Celtic fan in Hamilton. Mark, how are you feeling after that one? I think we 
I'm feeling fine, mate, after the first call I went on. We need to calm down. <laughs> For the first reason, I said, Gordon, who's... Uh, you want to name the mediocre football players that you're talking about Celtic? Because I could, I could mention about maybe 20. Well, I wouldn't go 20, but I would uh, say there's, there's guys there I don't think... Going forward with Brendan Rodgers is going to contribute a lot, to be honest with you, Mark. I've some of the new signings and we keep saying they need time to bed in. I'd, oh, yeah, every player needs time, it might take them. But I look at some of these guys and I'm still looking to say, yeah, I see a good player in there, maybe in six months, maybe next season. Maybe. But just now Celtic need that squad. And you look at Brendan, Brendan Rodgers was throwing substitutions on you know, as quickly as you possibly could this afternoon, just to try and get something. Just to try and get something out of the game. Um, he's not got the... the and I hate going back to the Giacomacchus that can come on there and turn you a game right away, score goals. You look at last year under Postacoglu, made substitutions, instant, instant. He could get the winners, Abadas, and I know these guys are injured. But you look at that Celtic squad now, you would pick a good start in a living and you'd maybe get one or two good, good squad players. The rest to me are very average. Celtic brought in 10 players. 10. In the summertime transfer window. Louis Palmer has been a success. The rest, you've got Laga Bielka, who has simply vanished. Kobayashi, who could be going back to Japan. Paolo Bernardo, nothing. Odenholm, nothing. And so on and so forth. Tilio, seen for the first time today. The 10 players, Nat Phillips, an emergency measure who'll be going away again in January. The summertime transfer window was full of projects, development players, and has amounted to a transfer window that has not taken Celtic very far. Brendan Rodgers has used the word quality quite a lot when talking about signings and what he wants to do with this Celtic team, having more quality in the squad. Do you think the approach will change in January to what they did in the summer? There's a lot of people talking about it being project players. Do you think Brendan Rodgers will be keen to sort of go down a different route? It's got to be. I think when you hear the manager himself saying he wants a lot more quality, it tells you everything about what's in the building already and what's been brought in the summer, like Hugh and Daz is saying. So... When he's wanting quality, he's wanting signings that can come in and affect his starting eleven, not just be thrown in for a game here or there and then taken back out again and then sat on the bench for a, a month or two. He wants players to come in and be part of his starting team and to hold on to the jersey and make a difference in games like today. Um, like January's always a hard window, so he's going to have his work cut out, him and his recruitment department, but... On today's evidence, he does need one or two that can come in and make a huge difference. Mark, where do you think it went wrong today specifically? Well, uh, you said it, comical for the equaliser. It started off, uh, Celtic need to start to learn how to manage a game once you get up one nothing, And it's a tight, no tight game like that, but you're only winning with one goal with so many to go. The game management is, today was absolutely dreadful. So keeping the ball and let Muller will come towards him, just keep passing and moving. Jack Taylor get the ball on the left wing. His first touch of game was like a pass. And it went through the air and he got the free kick. And it was put up the park. Carter Vicks has a chance to clear it maybe out for a shy. And he just kicks it the way he was looking straight out for a corner. And then I don't know about the goalkeeper, but he was there. And I just couldn't tell what he's up to. And it just went for there. 
Celtic got away with it at Motherwell earlier in the season and Mark will remember the game well. They finally get a goal and then also give Motherwell a lifeline with an equaliser and Matt O'Reilly got them out of jail. And here they are again today but this time they didn't get out of jail. And Mark touched upon the goalkeeper at the equaliser. You know, Joe Hart, illustrious career but his best days are behind him. But you're, there's a lot to do with that, Hugh. I, look, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and argue with that, but there's a lot to do. We've watched it. I think that the Celtic players have got to adjust. Mother will make a substitution, bring on a beaker. He's, he's, what, six foot plus, very, very strong football player. He goes in front. Who's picking him up? Greg Taylor, trying to out-muscle him. It's a mismatch right away And then Joe Hart Gets caught You know In no man's land I had no idea What Joe Hart's doing I, I, I just didn't like The the way Celtic set up there I don't I don't uh, Agree with Dazen Who's picking the beak up Because sometimes You just need to do your job Bigger guys have been brought on Greg Taylor's With a goalkeeper But It's a ploy from Joe Hart To get Greg Taylor In between Him and Abika So Joe Hart Can then push Greg Taylor Into him So you know, you're trying to be fly there and push him out. But what happened is he manages to push Abika into the space where he actually gets his head onto it. So, you know, I just didn't like it. Instead of Joe Hart concentrating and coming for that ball and punching it, he's concentrating and trying to be fly and push his player into him. So, I, I didn't like that aspect of it. Um, and look, Mark on the line's right. Game management in that situation, when you've not been at your best... Those are the situations you need to see out And you look back in the end of the season And say We got out there with three points Rather than just one Well thank you to Mark I'm sure there is still plenty of opinions To come before six o'clock So make sure to give us a call 0141 951 1025 The games are over The talking begins 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Yes, get your calls in before 6 o'clock The big talking point has been Celtic 1 Motherwell 1 Some angry Celtic fans before the break Let's hear from you as well Maybe you've got a, a differing view Maybe you're a Motherwell fan that's delighted with that result Or maybe you're a supporter of another team With plenty of interesting results around the top flight and Scottish Cup Today, let's go straight back to the phones though Scott, a Celtic fan in Barmullock Scott, what did you make of it? Garbage You want the truth? Garbage Absolute garbage. What Brendan Rodgers is doing, I've got no idea what the coaching staff are doing. We're nothing at home against a Motherwell side that have sat with five at the back, or four in the back and two guys filling in the gap from Celtic wide wide. And we sat and watched, they've sat in the dugout and watched it, and watched it, and watched it, and thought the best way to change it would be, let's take Kuroogo off and bring on Mikey Johnston. Uh, and by the way, I'm not going to criticise Mikey Johnston, he's a professional, he's going to do what he's told to do. But we bring a guy in who's not been at the club for more or less 18 months. He's had 30 minutes against Tibbs at Easter Road, I think it was, and a wee cameo on a European tie. And that's your change to, to, to change the game. At no point did he change the formation, the shape, nothing. They left that. We started at 4 2 3 1 or whatever way he wants to play it, and we still ended with the same shape. At no point did he try to change it to give them a little backline, something to think about. Nothing. I've come on and made this I mean, there before. were the changes, Scott. I mean, O came on and Kyogo dropped deeper, so Brendan Rogers was clearly trying to affect the game. Whether it worked or not no, is a did. different point. No, no, you take, to take your best striker off. To take your best striker off is changing the game. 
Is that right? Did we take Kenwick Larson off when we're drawing nothing each against teams? You don't take your best players off, you keep them on the park. I think to be fair, Kyogo wasn't doing very much. Uh, on a day when nobody did very much. The problem that the Celtic have, Scott, is that they've brought on a succession of players, and Mikey Johnson's included in this list, who are among the average ones that Gordon DL speaks about. Uh, and by the time Mikey Johnson got onto the park, it was an act of desperation on Brendan Rodgers' part. I repeat, you get one penalty, miss it. You get a second penalty, take it. You're out of jail. But it was entirely Celtic's fault They didn't manage the game thereafter And the equalising goal is a comedy of errors So there are too many development players Too many ordinary players And right now At the back I fear for Celtic against Lazio in Rome on Tuesday Europe has been a shambles One point so far it represents a shambles And I fear for Celtic in Rome on Tuesday But the biggest problem they have Is that the gap They enjoyed Between themselves and Rangers Is Shortening The bottom bit line by you, bit. The bottom line here Is you can You can pick holes And of course you can And Scott's on angry Talking about formations And after a game You're thinking Why do we take off Kyogo I totally I totally grasp that I totally get that I totally understand that The, the, the moral of the story Is quite simple Celtic have been outdone By a side play today they didn't defend the set play. Defend the set play, they won the game 1-0. People still moan, but it's three points. You can then look back and look at the positives and go, well, we missed a penalty and we missed a wee chance here and there. But the negative side of it is because they've allowed Motherwell, and congratulations to my brilliant, to outdo them with set play. I mean, you take set plays out of it, it finishes 0-0. I mean, Celtic only didn't create any goals from open play it was only a penalty that they managed to well, score well you, you would probably say uh, would O score if it hadn't been brought down probably a, a great opportunity to do that but my thing is Celtic have got the lead Andrew they're at home they're against a Motherwell team that can't win games right Motherwell ain't going to open you up they were never going to open you up but all credit to the Kettle he put the, the players on he went for it he looked for that as, as we keep saying When you play Celtic At Celtic Park You look for that set play That mistake That one chance And what happens is Celtic gifted them The set play And Motherwell punished them And well done to Motherwell For doing that Mark just on Scott's point About Kyogo Clearly not happy That he was taken off What do you think Was behind the thinking Because at that point Kyogo came off David Turnbull went on Lewis Palmer came off Mikey Johnson yeah. went on I can understand the frustrations. I think Daz always says that keep your goal scorers on um, and Kyogo being that one. But I, I get Hugh's point as well that Kyogo, in the time that he was on, didn't really contribute much. What would I have done? I would have probably kept him on because just the quality has got and if something f- falls to him, he's your best chance to put it in the net. So I get that. Celtic fans will be frustrated. But at that time, Brendan Rodgers is tr- trying to change the flow Introduce somebody who could You know sometimes when you're facing An opponent in a game and it's going your way If I'm defending against Kyogo like today It's going my way, Kyogo's not doing much You're just trying to break That cycle and maybe that's what Brendan Rodgers saw by introducing somebody else But of course it didn't pay off Yeah Scott, I mean obviously unhappy With, with what you saw today, what do you feel Needs to change? Uh, Needs to change the formation now and again mate I'm just sick of seeing the same stuff Side to side back and for it 
Well, it's the personnel. You know, the, the manager has more than made it abundantly clear that he's not happy with the squad as it stands at the moment. He said there would be more goings than comings uh, in the January window, and that would be the case. He's walked into a club where he's been handed the development project players, and it's all gone a bit mediocre on him. And, you know, he doesn't have the players who can effect change. Home has now been taken off in his last two appearances because he's been doing nothing. Paolo Bernardo doesn't get on because he does nothing either. And he is surrounded by mediocrity. I think Scott's frustration, there'll be a lot of fans out there with a difference in, in style. You know, there was, there was situations like this last year with Ange Postecoglou. And, you know, it was a frustrating afternoon, but Celtic played with such attacking intent under Postecoglou that it was still exciting. We're under Brendan Rodgers. It's a lot more emphasis in building, playing, and moving side to side like Scott says. Celtic had 735 passes today compared to Motherwell's 180. So that's 81% possession. Now, that's great, but they didn't create many clear cut chances. And that's the difference. I think playing against a team like Motherwell, who's set up and will take that all day long, whether it's post the call glue, they try to suck teams out and hit them quick on the counter attack. It gets a bit boring, I guess, sometimes you're when results don't for go game. your way. You're going game for game, Mark, because two weeks ago they ripped Aberdeen to pieces with some terrific yeah. football, yeah. great movement, great goals. Aberdeen, we all agreed, was lucky to get out of Celtic part six. No. They were poor today, right? They were poor. Um, everyth- everything about them. They looked like they got out of jail. They missed a penalty. They got the next one. They scored it. And you're thinking, it's got to be one of those days. Three points, move on. We'll just take that. I keep going back to it. The only way, if you're a Motherwell fan today looking at that game thinking, the only way we're going to score is maybe a bit of locker from a set play here. Celtic gift at them. And Motherwell, uh, Motherwell took advantage. Well, to go back to that point and to... Again, go back to the, the summertime transfer activity. £7 million pounds was spent on Lager, Bielka and Navrotsky. Where are they? They, they? they don't even go on the bench. So this summertime transfer window, and I know Navrotsky had an injury. His injury was in August. We're nearly in December. Where is he? Well, let's stick with the phones. John is a Celtic fan in Greenock. John, what did you make of that performance today? Uh, abysmal mate I keep saying that That's a couple, the last couple of things about That's what I started the programme Abysmal We could have played there all day And we didn't look like score And we get two penalties And we miss one But it's, there's about nine guys in this team Nine guys that are signed And uh, they're just not They're just They're not got it This work in progress Doesn't even happen in Europe It's happening in Scotland The work in progress It's just not working I can't wait to January To get a couple of quality signings As I say We'll start with the keeper He's got to go Your Mickey Johnson Your Tumbles your Ralsons, your Greg Taylors, Scottish internationals. If there's a few there, the Scottish internationals, they're just not good enough for Celtic, and that's it. It's as easy. If Rangers won tomorrow, won their game and on, we're sitting three points in front of them. Three points is nothing in this league. That's my point. I I mean, a lot of it does come down to recruitment. People do bring that up a lot. The summer transfer business. You hear and, people saying and projects, <laughs> and uh-huh. it's what what needs to change in the January transfer window because Brendan Rodgers said at the AGM during the week that he got the final say on all transfers during the summer so does there need to be a complete overhaul of what Celtic are doing if 
you know, John is right and certain players aren't good enough. Well, I mean, the, the facts are there in front of you. Kobayashi found not to be up to the standard. Lagabielka found not to be up to the standard. Navrotsky, no idea where he is. Uh, Paolo Bernardo, no, won't do. Odin Tom, home, won't do. Uh, and on and on we go. Uh, Louis Palmer has a chance. For me, Yang had a, a lovely day against Aberdeen, but has yet to prove that he has the stuff that's going to be necessary because the back half of this title race now is going to be an entirely different proposition. I read what Brendan said about being in charge of transfers. I'm not entirely sure that he wasn't being diplomatic there. However, the January transfer window has got to be down to him. I believe he came into Celtic Park and many things were done and he had to deal with them. But that was in the summertime. In January, he had better bring in quality. Celtic, as everyone knows, have £72 million in the bank. The back half of this championship is going to be hell for leather between Celtic and Rangers. If Celtic don't sign the right players in January, they'll get caught. But the thing you said there, Hugh, I know what you're saying. You said two centre-half, seven million quid. They spent money, but the quality's not... uh, I I totally agree with you with the centre-halves, by the way. They've never impressed me. Um, I don't think they've been... They've played a lot of games Never impressed me I th- I look at Celtic And I think there's a great starting of living there I think you could With everybody fit With Hatate And Abada And guys like that In there I think you could It's a real real good Strong team But I think In the background There's a lot of Average footballers in there There's still A month and a half Before Brendan Rodgers Can do anything About the squad John is is unhappy Previous callers have been unhappy As well Celtic have enough quality In that squad To beat Motherwell At mm. home They have enough quality In that squad To beat St Johnson At home Yes they've they've only dropped points In three league games This season What does Brendan Rodgers Need to change In those types of games um, Well it's difficult To assess that Because Brendan Rodgers Tried to change things You know I'm not entirely sure I, I agree with Scott And why well, he didn't change anything I'm sick of seeing The same thing He did He tried to change personnel like, it's all a bit hysterical Celtics drew one each year um, They've not lost in the league this season Games like this happen Look back over the last 10 years, 11 years These things happen You don't just go and steal Do you know why teams. it's hysterical Mark? Let me tell you why it's hysterical It's quite simple to work out Because Celtic fans now And they won't admit it Are now thinking like the way Hugh's going about his business If Rangers win tomorrow they beat St Johnston The new manager This new manager Come in Everybody likes him Everybody Even Celtic fans Are on here tonight Saying I like the way This guy speaks And gives about His business So there's a little bit of Panic is into it And that's what's Happened tonight I think Not so much panic As You have to realise That this has been A gradual process Rangers Sacked their manager And have lost Three league games And they are Potentially three points Behind Celtic I don't believe, and I'll stand by it, I'll come back next Saturday and you can say what you like if I'm wrong. Rangers will win tomorrow and the other game in hand is St Johnson at Ibrooks. With the greatest respect to Craig Levine and all concerned, that's a home win. This is down to three points now. (laughs) 
But we can't just we can't just discount games. But then people we just said Celtic would have lost today. People would have said exactly. People would have said today was a straightforward win for Celtic against Motherwell. Motherwell hadn't won in nine. Terrible run of form. People would have just put that down as Celtic won that game. Move on But that's not mm. how football works Exactly You can't just you need guarantee to You can't just games. bank the points now Surely every, every Celtic fan who's come on so far Agrees with me Not you <laughs> well, I know But we're, we're just jumping too far down the road We're here analysing What was a poor performance from Celtic It's a point Two points dropped Disappointing The fans there Came on said they're bored And they're right to say that Because We're hearing that wasn't the greatest spectacle But within a season These games happen Daz is right The last game Celtic were terrific at home They scored 6 against Aberdeen So Those fans think the same in that day Was it boring? Was it not entertaining? Was there major problems? I hear many calls that day saying that So Can I just change week to week? These things happen within a season It's how you react to next game Now if it goes the next game And the next game after that Of course you've got a problem then Well thank you to John More of your calls next After they play you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Still time for you to get your calls in 0141-951-1025 We'll hear from Ryan on the line in a second But first let's hear from Brendan Rogers After that draw with Motherwell today We should win the game Obviously we had enough of the ball Arrived into a lot of really good areas and we had obviously chances to be more comfortable, but it's always the danger. And you give credit to Motherwell, they sat in deep and defended really well, and, but we just never had enough to break them down today. But when we did get the opportunity to go in front, then every moment after that's a decisive one. I think it was probably their only effort in the, in the second half, and we never defended it, and, which is a surprise because we defended set piece as well. So, yeah, very frustrating. And I don't want to give that as an excuse. Clearly, you, you know, you. Lots of players travelling, you lose that. It's, it's always a game after the international break that you can lose that that, that connection as, as such. But I think in a lot of our play, we actually had that. It was just once we arrived in there, it's just that little bit of freshness and, and zip that I think we missed in the final third of the pitch. So uh, that, that was a little frustrating. Is the penalty taken becoming a bit of an issue? Well, I, I looked at it before I came in here, and there's a number of penalties missed. It's decisive moments in games, and you have to be ready to take them, you're never going to be always 3, 4, 5 nil up on games. And it's something that the players now that are going to be the penalty takers are working on every day. We have to stay focused on that because it's, it's a skill. And it's a skill that uh, we have to be better at. Brendan Rodgers saying Celtic should have won the game. They created openings, but they weren't exactly peppering Liam Kelly's goal, were they? I can only no. really think of one, apart from the penalty save, one crucial save, was it in the first um, half from, was a Stephen O'Donnell header yeah. back towards his own goal? They had openings, but... Very few in the first half. Second half, Yang's seen header. clips of Yang's mm-hmm. header, um, O'Reilly probably should do better. Of course, Owen, he gets brought down and Mikey Johnson might have got on the end of this, uh, has one for the two penalty kicks. But apart from that, no, I think... Brendan Rose is right uh, You know Work the ball Well into decent areas But Round about the penalty box Where you win games uh, There wasn't that spark And Maybe that's why Kyogo was withdrawn Because he's usually So good at that You know Getting across people Across defenders In the six yard box There wasn't much of that Evident this afternoon Well Ryan's been waiting On the line Ryan What did you make of it? <clears throat> Hi Paro How you doing? First time on the show Good to hear um, from you I've got a wee- yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me all yep, right? all good. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, my first point tonight is the boy Liam Kelly, the boy in goal from Earl today, should be hanging himself in shame. Two minutes in, he's catching the ball and he's on the deck. Now, that, um, that's the least of my worries, to be perfectly honest with you right now. But my main point is that I think Celtic, with that team selection today and the changes that Rogers made, bringing a player like Mikey Johnson on at 0-0, trying to get something out of the game, is very, very concerning for all Celtic fans. And that day, when that day comes in December, when we play Rangers at home, I'm very, very, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat right now, and it's quite concerning. It's worrying to see, um, to try to think what the outcome might be. Um, I know we've got a lot of injuries, um, and I know the previous caller spoke about game management, which was my main point tonight. Um, if you look back at the recent games, Celtic's game management is extremely poor. And there was a caller on during the week talking about Joe Hart, that Celtic fans need to calm down about saying how poorly Joe Hart's been and how concerning it is that we don't have a solid number one. I think today showed that. There was an instance in the first half where he was an absolute no-man plan. It was, it was quite worrying. I read the goal at the end, the equaliser. I don't know what he's doing. I can't remember the last time Celtic defended a set play very well. Um, it, it's quite concerning, to be fair. And we can all be kidded on about these 6-0 wins over Aberdeen and whatnot, but that performance today was absolutely dire. Absolutely first dire. First of all, first of all, Ryan, I totally discount your point about Liam Kelly, the Motherwell goalkeeper. He should not be hanging his head in shame or anything like it. He has saved a penalty. He has had a big say in his team getting a point from Celtic Park. If he is time-wasting from the second minute on, too bad for you because you had every chance. You had two penalties. What more do you want to try and win a game at home against Motherwell? I mean, the the... The reason why two points have been dropped today Terrible misses Bad management of the game When Celtic finally got themselves in front After their second penalty And mediocre players Who are brought on to try and salvage a situation Which they are unable to salvage But the one man who does not leave the park With his head hanging in shame Is the motherwell goalkeeper I assure you on to the Celtic goalkeeper Ryan pretty scathing about Joe Hart We actually heard it through the whole summer There was a lot of Celtic fans phoning in Saying that they felt they needed an upgrade in goal Is Joe Hart an issue for you? If so, how big an issue is he? How well, far does the problem stretch the an issue today Because of the part he played in the, in the goal And I thought he should have been concentrating more on the ball coming in Than pushing Greg Taylor into a beaker Look, I defended Joe Hart at the start of the season um, I think Joe Hart's done not too bad a job Obviously there is room to always improve any position And I was probably surprised anybody that Brendan Rodgers didn't bring someone in to challenge him Because I think that's where the problem lies There is no challenge for Joe Hart I still think he's a, a good enough goalkeeper um, But the errors he makes you know, sometimes are glaring That then we speak about him for an awful long time But he does an awful lot of good work And You'll have to ask Brendan Rodgers you know and Ange Postacoglu who both had the chance to change him and didn't. So but that, that, do you know that, how sorry Hugh, do you know how I answer this? Like uh, Celtic Rangers fans answer the question, right? Who would get in the Celtic team? Butland. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, that, yeah. So so uh, that's what you sometimes oh Celtic are a great team, Rangers are a great team. Who would get in our team? Well, right now, and I agree with Mark, because I, I, I said the exact same as Mark uh, a few months ago about Joe Hart, but I'm looking at the quality and the difference just now between the two teams and 
Obviously Rangers will get the better deal The first half incident that Ryan refers to Joe Hart is closer to Dalmarnock Railway Station Than he is to his goal When Carter Vickers is forced to head away And he's still wandering around somewhere For reasons best known to himself When the ball is then lobbed over the bar By another Motherwell player So You know I, I always say He has had the most illustrious Club and international career But he is now in need of being replaced by Celtic Ryan, when you look at the league table Celtic have played 14, won 11, drawn 3 Is it as much of a panic as you think it might be? Well, look at how it starts the season Probably not, however But if this continues going forward And January is a big, big window for Celtic It's, It's... Critical that Celtic get a striker, a ready-made striker who can come on a park and score goals. Somebody that won't be happy to sit on a bench, um, unlike Jack and Marcus. That's why he left. And a goalkeeper is paramount also. I know I keep going on about Joe Hart. and the, He has done a good job since he came in for the post Cogway, but it's starting to really concern me now. Some of the mistakes he's making is is quite damaging. Um, but, but yeah, I think he, we can all say the league's been good for top of the league right now, but I have to concede it's currently sitting at three points right now. The Rangers will win tomorrow and they will win their game in hand. And if Celtic play and concede goals like that in the old firm in December at Parkhead, it's going to be it's going to go down to the wire, which is quite nervous. I don't think Celtic have the ball right now. They don't have the squad depth to do that go all the way. But that's the thing. You're getting people speaking like you and you. <laughs> right, never that's mind. Never mind tomorrow's game. Celtic have got six games in between now and the Rangers game. What's what's happening in them yeah, in terms you, of points wise? You, you're entrenched in your position as I am entrenched in mine. You're telling me that. But if you're Ma- Mark's not what, entrenched. What, what, He's just no, saying I'm, that I'm anything could reality. happen. Whereas what, you're saying you're Rangers saying will, will get six points will, from those and two it games. Will be three points come come. The game of the new year I, I am But saying the six that games for Celtic What's going to happen in those I, six I, games? Are no, they going to drop points Or I, win every one of them? All I, the, the first step I'm taking Is to tell you that Rangers will win Their two games in hand And the gap is effectively three points I'd be careful Hugh I don't think you're going to run up the road for this game I know yeah, I'm, I'm just saying how, how, how do you know What if Celtic In those six games What Celtic drop? But you've just Points in all of them And it's not You've just witnessed The reasons why Celtic are faltering and those are, they have a mediocre squad full of too many players who are not going to make it there. They have signed defender after defender, Kobayashi, Lagabielka, Navrotsky, Phillips. Four defenders who can't get anywhere near the team. The summertime transfer policy has been a failure. Well, thank you to Ryan, Billy, what are you making of it all? Hi, uh, good evening, guys. Um, I've seen like scrolling through Twitter, and there's actually you know, you laugh when I say this. People calling for Brendan to be sacked. Like I, I can't get my head around this. He's played 14 games in the league. He's drawn three, lost zero, won the rest. Granted, yesterday was awful, but Ange never won his last game against Motherwell, so I don't get why Brendan is now getting called, get his head called. My head's a mess To be honest Yeah I mean There have been some Quite strong calls On on Twitter And people on the phones Haven't been happy With Brendan Rodgers Is it just all about How Celtic react To this result now Billy? 
Aye, but like it's just it's with the most reactionary fan base in the world. It, it's it's actually a joke how like how that going on really. First of all, let me say that I would never stand here and call for Brendan Rodgers to go. I thought that Brendan Rodgers did Celtic a favour by returning to the club. It was his intention to take a year out of football. And because it was Celtic, he came back. Not because, as an earlier caller said, nobody else wanted him. He was volunteering to go away from the game for a while to recharge the batteries. He came back. But I believe he came back to something that he wasn't entirely aware of. The... the the signings, most of the work had been done before he got there. And he's mentioned it before, and I think he bites his tongue. He doesn't say what he really thinks about the development players, the projects, etc., etc. But he's got players there who can't get him out of the situation in which he now finds himself. And that is that the side goes from the... the Brilliance of the 6 nothing win over Aberdeen To what happened today And what happened today happened earlier in the season Against St Johnson And happened against Hibs at Easter Road And very nearly happened against Motherwell at Fir Park But they got out of jail on that day He's got players there Who are simply not up to the task Of doing what he needs them to do For Celtic And when they go into Europe midweek It will once again Symbolise the fact that Celtic Are nowhere near that level of the game And the fans may have to prepare themselves For another embarrassment in Rome On Tuesday night against Lazio Billy the way you look at it Is it just a case of Teams will drop points throughout the season At some point No matter who wins the league They always will drop points at, at some point Do you feel that Celtic will be able to bounce back And, and it'll be fine? I definitely you, you can't win 38 out of 38 games It's, it's impossible But The performances do need to be better because there has been questionable performances, but there's also been good performances at the same time. But he needs to be backed in January properly. I agree with you that he hasn't been backed. There's been one success, and it has been Palmer. Well, thank you to Billy. That is all we've got time for, Hugh. Uh, an interesting day. A, a potentially pivotal day, despite what these two... Apologies to my uh, left-hand side. <laughs> uh, potentially pivotal day in the, the championship, and I expect uh, Rangers to take advantage. They've been given a psychological boost by what happened to Celtic today, and they will use that to their advantage at Petardry tomorrow. This championship race, believe me, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, is very much on. Well, thank you to all you listening at home. Thank you for getting involved on Twitter and for your calls as well. Thanks to Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans in the studio. Make sure to tune in on Monday night. We'll bring you further reaction to all of today's games. We'll, of course, be all the reaction to Aberdeen's game against Rangers tomorrow as well. But make sure to stick around because it's the GBX up next. 